today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. The uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats have a new head coach. An announcement made uh, just about uh, an hour or so ago. Uh, CHML Sports Director and host of the fifth quarter here on CHML, Rick Zamprin, joins us. Uh, Orlando Steinauer. Yes. Um, I don't think many people are surprised, although some might be, because in the CFL we've seen coaches go from team to team and and uh, elevate themselves from one team to another. But uh, this time around, uh, you know, a sensational story out of Hamilton where head coach June Jones has been with the team for a year and a half. You know, went eight and ten this season, six and four last year. Uh, lost in the East Final this this uh, year after winning a an exciting Eastern semifinal game against BC. Uh, decided that you know what, um, Orlando's forty five, uh, June is sixty five. Uh, let's make the switch, and uh, I think that June realizes that Orlando is the future of this team. And June isn't going away. He's still going to be the associate head coach and the offensive coordinator, so he's still going to have his mitts in the in the pot, so to speak. But I think he realizes that for the betterment of the team, um, Orlando's the right the right call at this point. It's a class act, isn't it? Definitely. I mean, there's two ways to look about it. Look at this. Uh, you know, June stepping aside because he knows that Orlando is the right guy at this point in time, or uh, the other way that I'm, I'm sure some fans are going to be looking at it is, you know, June read the tea leaves and thought, you know, instead of the team booting me to the curb and I have no job, I'll just step aside, continue to be employed by the Ticats and have Orlando uh, be the guy. So however way you look at it, I see it as a very class act. June is a class act, uh, and I think it's the right move for this team right now. Well, especially since he came back this year. I mean, you know, we lost him once, but, yeah. and you know what the speculation was. You and I have talked about that a number of times, that, uh, that that he thought he was going to be the head coach when Ken Austin left, yeah. uh, and then Austin re-upped and and signed a, a contract extension, which obviously I think is what motivated Steinhauer to go look someplace else. Right. But the fact that he came back, you figure there had to be some sort of a commitment made to Steinhauer at that point. Yeah, I think so. And you know, he didn't come back, uh, which was really telling. He didn't come back as the defensive coordinator, which is the post he held once with the Tie Cats, uh, once with the Argos. He was a defensive player in his you know CFL playing days, but for him to come back after a year at Fresno State and come back as the associate or as, as the assistant head coach with more of an eye to kind of, uh, uh, you know, escalating or elevating his knowledge of how to call or how to run an offense or how to deal more so with, you know, offensive game plans. Uh, not not to say he doesn't know anything about offense because being a defensive player, you have to study opposing sure, offenses. Yeah. But, you know, for him to come back as an assistant coach, I think the writing was kind of, you know, somewhere in that contract that, you know, one day, Orlando, you're going to be the guy. And, you know, last year with Orlando being at Fresno State in the NCAA, Kent Austin starts at 0-8. You know, the Ticats make the coaching change and go to June Jones. If Orlando was here, he would have been the guy at that oh, time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So for, for June to do what he did last year, which I think was pretty good with an 0-8 team, winning six out of their last ten games was pretty remarkable, considering they didn't have, you know, uh, a, a huge roster turnover at that point of time in the year. Um, you know, was yeah disappointing that they finished eight and ten this season. There were a lot of ups, but there were a lot of downs as well. And uh, I think Orlando, you know, fingers crossed, will right the ship and and take this team to the next level. I think there's another level to be had, and let's hope he's the guy to do it. It's interesting too because uh, we knew, of course, that there are two coaching vacancies right now. Wally Buono stepped down in in, in Vancouver, and obviously uh, Mark Tressman got canned in Toronto. So those two teams were looking for head 
coaches. Yep. And that was, I think, what a lot of people were concerned about, that uh, they're going to ask the Tiger Cats for permission, and apparently that happened. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the, the Tiger Cats, uh, which has already been copied a few times by other teams now, put out a tremendous tweet on Friday with the Wolf of Wall Street scene where Leonardo DiCaprio's character at the towards the end of the movie, I don't want to spoil it uh, for, for anybody, but makes an epic kind of speech at the yeah. end, and you know, all, the, all the people are going crazy. So the Tiger Cats kind of copied that with Orlando Steinauer making the speech. And so that, uh, you know, really paved the way that, you know, this this change was going to be made. But, yeah, the BC Lions and Toronto Argonauts are now going to have to look elsewhere for their head coach. But, when they, yeah, but they asked, you know, can we speak to Orlando? And the Cats yeah. said yes. And, and Steinhauer said, uh, thanks, but no thanks. He yeah. didn't even talk to them. No, and that's, you know, and that's that was a, very telling. That's wasn't a sign it? that. I think he's comfortable here that I think he knows he's going, He at least at the time, was going to be the guy eventually. Uh, I'm not sure if he thought it was going to be this season or next season, but he knew it was coming. He He's comfortable with the guys in the locker room. He knows that this is a very talented team, and I think now is the time for him to put you know a game plan together and to put his kind of fingerprints all over this roster and mold them into a, a championship contender. I, the other thing I like about this is that uh, the, the fact that June Jones is going to stay on as the O.C., uh, for what it's worth, I mean, he does seem to have some chemistry with Jeremiah Mazzoli. Yep. I mean, the, you know, he's really the guy that not just put him in place there to say you're my quarterback, but I think he's worked with him. I still have some big concerns about Mazzoli and some of the things that he's doing. Right. But that maintains that. I mean, quarterbacks are very fi- find it very difficult. Uh, you know, they, they, they're prima donnas a lot, a lot of them. You know that. And mm-hmm. uh, having coaches changed an awful lot of the time really messes them up. I mean, you look at, for instance, in Green Bay right now, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, who's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback, is having a terrible year. And, and part of the reason for that, as he said quite openly, is, well, you fired my quarterback coach last mm-hmm. year. You didn't mm-hmm. even tell me. And, and they had a great chemistry. So yeah. the fact that Jones and Mazzoli are going to stay there as, a, as the offensive uh, mindset, I guess, and the brain trust, I think is a pretty good idea for the football team. You know, and it's huge uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, you know, let's not forget that June was the coach and really the offensive coordinator of this football team yeah. over the last you know, year and a half. So for him to solely focus on the offense, which is what he's known for, you know, for a former quarterback in the NFL and has been an offensive-minded uh, coach for most of his career, uh, he can now just focus on that as opposed to, worrying about you know clock management and you know when to take a timeout and when to throw the challenge flag that now is going to rely uh, upon uh, you know Orlando Steinhauer the big question going forward at least one of the questions going forward is does Steinhauer retain any of the of the that's coaches what I was going to ask you that are on the roster so that means you know Jerry Glanville uh, you know a- any of the guys that are on this roster that he feels that you know can we have an upgrade here is this the the right person to be in this post so there might be some changes to this coaching staff which I would not be surprised at all because Orlando is now going to want to bring his own guys in, and maybe, I'm not saying this is going to happen, maybe Orlando will say, you know what, I'm the best choice for defensive coordinator, I'm going to be head coach and and D.C. as well. I don't think that's going to happen, but I wouldn't be surprised if it did. It's almost inevitable, though, isn't it? I mean, if you're going to give somebody the head coaching job, they've got to be comfortable with their staff. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and Orlando has worked and, and I don't know what it's guys. like. I know. And, and Jerry Glanville's got a great reputation, of, you know, sensational uh, record in the NFL, of course. And, and I, I thought he did a pretty credible job up here this year, too, uh, with uh, the Canadian game and getting the Ticad defense. It kind of fell apart in the last four or five games of the season, but there's still something there. But at the same time, uh, Steinhauer may have his idea that uh, he may even have his eye on somebody already and say, exactly. look, at, that's my that's going to be my DC. That's going to be my only special teams coach. And I'm not trying to get everyone else fired here, but <laughs> yeah. but you got to figure there that's are going to be changes here. 
That's how it works. This, you know, coaching is, uh, you know, a unique network, and there might be some uh, former players, uh, former teammates of Orlando that, uh, you know, will call up uh, his office and say, "Hey, now that you're the head coach, I'd love to have, you know, a coaching job on your on your staff as whatever." And he might go for that, or he might, as you said, already have someone in mind uh, for defensive coordinator, receivers coach, DB coach, whatever the case is. Uh, and that's basically how it works. Coaches from one team to another have their favorites, guys that they've coached with before. Or they've played with before, have a good relationship with, they'll bring them on to their staff. What's this going to do to the character of the football team? Uh, every time there's a new head coach, obviously, he's, we don't know what it is right now, but he's got his idea, I'm sure, as to how he wants to see the Hamilton Tiger Cats yeah. play football. Yeah, and that's uh, I think that's the most exciting thing, is how is this team going to change? Because Orlando is a, uh, even as a defensive coordinator, is a player's coach. Players love to play for him. June Jones was no different. Players love to play for June Jones. So, I mean, he's not a taskmaster, uh, but he will you know, try and get the best out of you. Obviously, that's, that's the coach's job. So, whether it's going to be a much more offensive-minded team now that he's had a year to digest what offenses do, or he's going to, you know, uh, rest on his, uh, you know, expertise and make this a defensively stout team and try to grind out victories, I'm not sure if you can do that in today's CFL. But I think his fingerprints are going to be all over it, and I think it remains to be seen what kind of team this is going to be. How much pressure is on? the coach now I mean let's face it this is not the first time but it has finally happened uh, that okay it's your job you're the guy uh there's got to be a I would think a huge expectation to say okay we waited for this we brought him back we've actually moved June Jones off to the side or he did it on his own whichever way this is actually rolled out but you know let's face it this is a team that's still hovering around 500 Mm -hmm. and we want better we need better we expect better well, that's the expectation is you bring in anyone new, whether it's you know a person who's been on your staff for a number of years or is a former player and has won a great cup, uh, or it's a rookie head coach. The expectation is this person's going to be better than the last guy or the last few guys. And that's the thing we don't know. We have no idea what kind of head coach Orlando Steinauer is going to be. We have no idea whether they're going to be better than they were this past season or in previous seasons. He could be the greatest coach ever, or he could be the worst coach ever. We're going to find out in a matter of months. And I think for him, yeah, that, that that's a tremendous amount of pressure and how the players respond to that and how he responds to that is you know the big question mark we're all looking forward to finding out we've talked about the coaching staff and the potential changes i got about 30 seconds left yeah. here uh what about personnel i, I mean well, again this is a 500 team yeah. i mean you the, t- the Ticats have 34 free agents. You look around the league, and every other team is pretty much in the same boat. So there's going to be a ton of turnover this season. Uh, an announcement like this might uh, create a sense in someone's mind on another team to say, hey, I want to play for this guy. And there might be a ton of talent that comes to the Ticats roster, and you know that can only bode well for this uh, Hamilton team. Orlando Steinauer, new head coach of the Tiger Cats, uh, CHML Sports Director Briggs Zampra. Thanks for this. You got it. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.